thanks for joining us. This is Bob from Be Greaseful with 2Ls.com, and this is our official podcast where we talk about how loved you are. Hey everybody, this is Bob from Be Graceful with 2Ls.com. Coming to you live here from beautiful Arvada, Arvada. They say, I can't, I can never keep that straight. At any rate, I'm sitting here with uh, with my good friend and uh, brother, Reverend Sam. Reverend Sam, could you just kind of tell everybody um, how we met? Because that in and of itself is kind of an interesting story, <laughs> I guess. So we met on uh, Facebook and uh, we, I can't even remember exactly what it was, but I think it was some of the, the Be Graceful posts that... Uh, I read and I started liking the post and then you you got onto my stuff uh, that I was posting and uh, we just kind of connected with our uh, our common passion for grace and and uh, our, our our kind of our anti legalist legalism uh, stands and and our kind of our our, our hatred of fundamentalism I, I guess hatred's a word <laughs> no that's a good uh, word for uh, it you know but. Uh, uh, and that's how we started connecting and just, you know, and then, uh, one day out of the clear blue, you just, you called me and, uh, we just have maintained that contact and connection with each other. And, uh, you know, I think which, which is, I think fantastic because most people don't risk that when you're, you know, in a Facebook relationship, you know, because there's, there's a, there's a safe distance that you can have yeah. and uh, you don't have to get too close with anybody so yeah. Uh, yeah. we we got we overcame that so. yeah we did we overcame a lot actually because you know one of the things that you kind of brought up and it, it kind of made me think is uh, at first it kind of scared me you know he's a reverend for shit's sake um <laughs> i'm definitely not i mean i know i'm a reverend now only because of you but i mean it's it's uh you know just, i mean in case you missed the memo or whatever i do weddings now um, yeah, that's you, you. You just thought it was scary before. By God, now it's really scary. Um, but the uh, no, but yeah, I, it kind of scared me because I thought, oh, Reverend, God, this is going to be another pompous asshole. Um, and um, it wasn't <laughs> like that at all. I mean, in fact, it was like, um, like you said, a lot of what we talk about with grace was actually just running like, like you know, wow, you know, you had that experience because I mean, I, you know, I, yeah, I was, you know, wherever I was at, um, and. Uh, and had something similar on the other side of the earth. Because at the time, I was living overseas. That's right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, I think it was mm-hmm. still either in Korea or... Yeah, yeah, I think it was Korea before we moved to China. And uh, and so, yeah, it was so long ago and far away. But um, but I just wanted to say that I really appreciate... So we're sitting in the office, actually, of Amazing Love Sanctuary. And um, Reverend Sam does weddings. You're Now, you're actually the largest wedding officiant... Company company okay yeah i wanted to stress that i mean it's not like he's a large person i'm just saying that like i mean his his business is being a wedding officiant and so i've been learning how to do weddings from the man the myth the legend reverend sam um so let me ask you this reverend sam because i'm just kind of curious and and i know this is going to be kind of introduction and stuff and everything else but um where do you see the state i guess of grace in america what do you think is going on with that so my, my feeling uh, with understanding grace, the way I approach it is looking at it from a, uh, the perspective of having gone to college and, or you know, studied theology, we limit it because most evangelicals have this very simple um, 
definition of grace as being unmerited favor. And it stops right there. It yeah. just it, it ends there. We never explore it beyond that. We never grow beyond that. So we don't really quite understand. We don't we're not really taught what grace is. It's it's like this something that God has done and gives us that we don't deserve and we never grow beyond that. So we just wander around as as these these children that uh, uh, of this father that really would prefer to give us rocks to eat and snakes. You know, I think that was Jesus' story. Right, yeah. And, uh, and we're like, okay, thank God it's, it's a piece of bread and a fish and not a rock and a snake. Because I really deserve the rock and snake. And we just live in this place of, you know, of, of condemnation. And we walk in that and we survive yeah. in that. And we, we walk in as if we don't deserve anything good or we don't deserve God's blessings. And God graciously tolerates us and we and we so i think we short we minimize it we don't really understand it and the people that really understand it and walk in grace um are rejects are heretics oh yeah you know so infidels yeah yeah i mean i i wear that i'm i wear that moniker proudly i you know i must say and no you're right i mean that was the story of jesus you know what if would a good you know a good father give his child you know rocks or you know even an earthly father wouldn't do that um, and, but I mean, for me, that's, and the whole reject thing, I, I kind of want to touch on that is like, I found myself at a point where I was very religious and this is way back. I mean, you know, I've, I've been anti-religion, I guess for 30 something years now, but, um, but I found myself at a very religious point in my life, like looking at people in bars going, you know, it's really weird. They've got more freedom than me and the truth shall set you free. I wonder why that is. And so there are these questions that I began to ask. And I mean, we're going to die, do a deep dive in, uh, in later episodes. So, you know, stick around because we're going to do a deep dive in later episodes on the uh, thinking that kind of got us here and the thinking that's kind of created what we have today. But, um, but I, I find it really interesting that um, everybody that I know who's teaching grace is like no longer part of an organized church. Yeah. And I, I, <laughs> I have to laugh. It's, it, but you're right. I mean, it's almost like, you know, and I, and I tell people, uh, you know, I mean, um, blessed is the one who is the bloody bastard of life's battlefields. Mm-hmm. Because if it wasn't for that bloody bastard of life's battlefields, I would not be alive today, number one. Um, and number two, not only that, but I can think of a whole lot of bloody bastards all over the world that um, I was able to speak to about grace. But this is also part of the reason why and what I write, I, I use the word the divine. Somebody was asking me about this the other day, and I kind of want to touch on this just because it kind of blew up and became a really big deal the other day. Somebody had a real issue with that, which, which by the way, if you're religious, you, you probably want to turn this off now. Um, you know, I, I'm just going to invite <laughs> you to turn it off because it's, it's going to suck and it's going to continue to suck. Um, but for you anyway. Uh, but, but it was, so I use the word the divine, uh, because this one lady I was working with, she was, uh, at a very young age, her mom took her and her younger brother into this, uh, Christian based cult of some kind, like, um, you know, they're not all that challenging to find. Uh, but, but at any rate, and, um, from the time that she was about nine years old, when they entered till the time she was 14 or 15, she was raped repeatedly by a guy who said, God told me to do this. For her, even hearing that word God brought back thoughts and memories 
and things. And, and whenever I talk about the divine, I'm talking about a bigger table. And what worries me the most is that the table's not big enough in America. Um, not that it's big enough in other parts of the world, but it's America's get a bigger table, damn it. Because um, there's a lot of hurting people. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny because I was just talking to a cousin of mine about um, eight times I've been by a church, by the graveside of a church assisted suicide. And this worries a lot of people. I told you it was going to start to suck for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, but uh, eight times in my life I've been by the graveside of a church assisted suicide. And what this is, is it's when legalism trumps grace. And let me explain something to you. If legalism is trumping grace, things will always be screwed up. Welcome to America. So um, that's kind of why I do what I do. And I just want to say I really appreciate several things, uh, Reverend Sam. Number one, um, just you allowing me to tag along and learn learn the whole wedding thing. But number two is, uh, man, I don't think you understand how much of an encouragement you've been to me over the yeah. years as we've kind of like gone on this graceful journey together. Because I, to me... And I want to want to kind of ask you about this. To me, grace is a journey. You know, I tell people last lesson, last breath, and that's okay. Just get the hell over it. You know, you're, you're not going to have your last lesson here on earth until your last breath. And one of the things you kind of touched on was the whole idea of, of the boxes, you know, that we like to put things in. You know, we like to be able to label somebody. Well, that guy's gay. That guy's black. That woman woman is a, a motorcycle rider or, you know, that 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 woman over there smokes. So we've got two boxes, a woman and a smoker, you know, and we like to do that. But the problem is, is when, when, when we're de de describing, when we're talking about a divine being, unless we're just an absolute dumbass, which is entirely possible. Uh, <laughs> but unless we're just an absolute dumbass, I'm thinking, okay, I'm a mortal man. I'm talking about a divine being. Just the mere fact that I can say divine being should kind of let the cat out of the bag, I would hope. Uh, it's a divine being. Mm -hmm. Don't sit here and tell me you got this shit figured out because I sure as hell don't. You know, it's like this, uh, there's a famous story from a Buddhist monastery where this young man went in to ask this Buddhist monk who'd been, you know, obviously he'd been meditating for, um, you know, 60 years or so. And so he goes in to ask this Buddhist monk, could you teach me how to meditate? And this Buddhist monk looked and said, I know nothing about meditation, nothing <laughs> about meditation. And it's that, it's that, um, humbleness that I think we really miss in America and that I think that uh, that's part of the reason why we're to so totally screwed up right now is because we need to return to that humbleness. But, um, and we're going to talk more about the whole God box thing, but do you find in people that you knew who, you know, this guy used to be like a regular straight up, like, like preacher guy. Um, I never had that curse put upon me. Um, he has since repented and he's okay. Yeah. But, uh, but, so do you find when you're dealing with people that they just have like a box mentality on everything? Yeah, I think, I think people look at me and uh, who have known me for the year, uh, all these years want that. They want that Pentecostal preacher that, that I was. Uh, I think they're coming to get you right now. Probably, yeah. Uh, that, you know, I, start, I, I started preaching when I was 15 I, and I raised in the Assemblies of God uh, in a Pentecostal ministry. And uh, to take that journey away from that and deconstruct that, some of those values and that theology in my life and go, I think God is 
bigger than that and and learn from so many different people of different faiths and different religions and different journeys and different paths um, and I and I opened up my heart to that and sensed many times more than I can count a greater expression of divine love gracious love than I ever saw in fundamentalist Pentecostalism and um, I, I saw I, I sat and watched uh, you know over the years Sikhs and Muslims and and Buddhists and and you know uh, and was just blown away by the grace that I saw yeah. uh, from them and one of the stories that I and I've shared this with you is watching some of my uh, Sikh friends here in Denver serving a longer meal uh, downtown and uh, between the city and county building of Denver and the state capitol and that meal is for everybody everybody and it's not about trying to convert anybody or proselyte anybody or can you know sell themselves uh, to any they to they just serve a meal and you could be poor and you could be rich and and uh, it doesn't matter you could be a politician and you can be an attorney all it's what's downtown and that meals for you wow. and and it just blew me away because on on the evangelical side we would go to the McDonald's and get you know 50 uh, cheap hamburgers and we would pass them around but we got to tell people about Jesus you know we got to make sure they know about Jesus and those my, those Sikhs that were serving a longer meal they weren't doing any they were just serving a meal and loving on people wow that to me was grace yeah that was grace Telling somebody about Jesus and saying, well, they don't, you know, I'm going to withhold a hamburger from you because, you know, uh, you didn't say the right words um, is not grace. Yeah. Yeah. And so those those experiences started opening my kind of my heart and my vision and going, wow, we're 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 missing this. There's something bigger than God's the box is bigger. And even more than that, the box doesn't have any ends in it. And we put the ends, my fundamentalist ends, my Pentecostal ends, my Baptist ends, uh, whatever it is. And we close that box and say, here's my, and I'll use the word, my impeccable theology. <laughs> and yeah. uh, and yeah. that shapes my box. And the truth is, the possibility is that God is bigger than that. Wow. And and I, I find freedom in that. Now, the other side of it, and I think this is what kind of connected you and I is there's also a loneliness in walking in that because um, most of my friends, my evangelical friends have said, I think you just lost your mind. You went you went off the theological deep end because you're you're hanging out with people of different religions and different faiths. And my my statement to people that ask is my my faith and my journey as as a, a Christian, as a Christian first as a follower of Jesus is more complete now than it ever was because it's I have a bigger vision yeah of, you know so and it's and I, I really love the way that you put that and I really love the way that you said that um, and it's uh, and we're going to talk some more about this in, in later episodes because I really want to do a deep dive on that whole idea of the box 
Um, but uh, this is just kind of introducing you to Reverend Sam. So, I mean, if you liked it, great. If you're religious and you hated it, well, you know, um, I'm sure there's other podcasts on, I don't know, knitting or some <laughs> shit like that. Um, so, you know, feel free to, to check those out. Um, but um, I want to thank you for your time and say super, super, I appreciate you. I love you to death. And uh, we'll talk more. Thanks, Bob. Thank you.